G'day everyone, welcome to Did You Know with Watto. I'm Watto, and in today's episode I chat with Doug Gallagher about some things that maybe you didn't know. For more episodes, you can check out my YouTube channel or the podcast app and follow my social media at Lindsay Waddington Music. Hope you enjoy. G'day, it's Lindsay Waddington here for another episode of being on the couch or the piano stool. But today we've got one of my greatest friends and he's just one of the most beautiful people. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like this man in music and that's rare. Mr. Dougie Gallagher. How you going, Doug? Hey, mate. Good to have you here, everybody. You spent years on the Midday Show. So for me growing up, you watch the Midday Show and you find out later on that we'd be working in a studio together. It's quite amazing. Like you were the resident drummer for how many years? About... uh, up to about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, the artists yeah. you would have seen come through that place. Yeah, all sorts of artists, like from you know, magicians, singers, acrobats, dancers, you know, every, everything. Who would have been, I know it's hard putting you on the spot, who would have been some of your favourite people, not even for talent but anything, just for what they do, great people to work with? Who would have been, say, maybe you know, two or three of the greats that you'd like, if I could snap my fingers, I'd go and work with them again tomorrow? Um, one of my favourite lady singers is Julie Anthony, and she was a regular on the show. So I toured with Julie as well as doing the TV shows with her. She's a great singer, great lady, sings in tune, yeah. which is a really a really good thing to have. Yeah. Um, her version of the national anthem has been played more than anyone else's. So, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once again, for years, and I mean years and years and years, any big event, she was doing the national anthem, wasn't she? Well, now that she no, she no longer sings, but the backing track that they have for her, which was done by the uh, Sydney Symphony Orchestra, is still the one that gets used. Her backing track, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So who who would be another one then? Um, Ricky May, the Maori and my Maori mate. Uh, he was one of my uh, favourites on the show, as well as uh, working live. Um, Trish Yearwood. Yeah. She, she stands out. Uh, she came into Australia just to do a promotional tour. She wasn't here to do a concert tour, but she did a, about three shows on TV and luckily we had her on the midday show and that was a real delight. Yeah, yeah. to say you've played for these sort of people would be just incredible. Yeah, that, it, a lot of people say, oh, you play with everyone. Well, I play with a lot of people, but because the midday show had live music every day, five days a week, you get to play for a lot of people. But uh, the truth is one or two songs with some of those famous people, but that'll do. Oh, you've still done it. It's amazing. (laughs) And there would have been a fair bit of pressure or no, it just become part of your job? Not in those days. It wasn't really pressure because the band that was on the TV, we could all read music really well and everyone had a, a, a good grounding in all sorts of music, jazz, you know, rock, country, the whole thing. Just had to worry about yourself and it all yeah. come together. Yep. Yeah, just another thing, like, because, you know, I like mucking around a bit of bit of humour, right? <laughs> Playing trick. Jeff Harvey, mate. What was he like to work with? The best TV musical director I've ever worked with. Oh, that says yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And, and a great guy, like yeah. an absolutely great guy. Very honest and true to his musos. Uh, stood, he'd always stand up for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in... Over those years, sometimes an artist would come on with a certain ego issues and it didn't go far with, yeah, good. with Jeff. Yeah. yeah, He looks like a real larrikin, like a real Aussie bloke. Yeah. So that's that's it. And he, he, didn't, he didn't drink as much as his legend uh, would would uh, have you think, but oh. yeah, 
was yeah TV part of it TV yeah. Yeah. yeah now you would have been on other TV shows in that too Doug or mainly the midday show because that would have taken a lot of your time up midday show is the main one but I did a show at uh, Channel Ten with Don Lane that was a, like a, um, a David Letterman style show uh, that was good um, same thing we backed a lot of acts on that. One of the ones that I always think about was uh, Glenn Fry. He he came on the show mainly to talk up a movie called Jerry Maguire, which he had a role in as an actor. Mm. So he was in Australia to talk the movie up. Yeah. And uh, we were just rehearsing in the afternoon when he arrived and he heard us just running some uh, play-ons and play-offs and wandered over and introduced himself and said, could he sing with the band? Would that be okay? <laughs> so... Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, geez. So he did Desperado. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that's incredible. Like you look back now, and some of these uh, legends like that, they're not around anymore. So it's not no. so one day I'll grow up and do that. And mm. so it's got to be a pinch yourself. I sort of have done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. the other thing is, there's, there's really no live in Australia. There's no live TV uh, for artists like that to go on anymore mm. with a live band. Yeah. Uh, which means that there is, in the TV world, they don't have the facilities really to, if you wanted in with a five, six-piece band, even the poor old audio guys or people, um, they don't have the, the background knowledge anymore to handle a live band. Yeah. Sport, news, current yeah. affairs, no problem. Now, did you do any, like... I don't know, like I've got to know you pretty well over the last few years and I reckon I've seen your face in a few pits too. Did you ever do any Christmas by the, like, carols and that sort of thing in those big shows? Only for 25 years. <laughs> carols in the Domain. Yeah. 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 How, that, that must have been amazing. That was great fun, yeah. That was down in, in Sydney and uh, in the Domain. Uh, so that was, we rehearsed the show mm -hmm. on the Friday night. We would do a full dress rehearsal with all the artists as if it was in real time. In real time, as if yeah. it was live to wear. So we had to wear the, you know, the, yeah. the TV clothes and all that. And uh, then they'd record that in case it rained on the Saturday night. Oh. So, so if it rained on Saturday night, they'd have something to play to air. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Now that there, that would have been orchestrated as well as a band, wouldn't it? Like that was pretty big time. Oh, that was a 80, 90 piece orchestra. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, Doug. Mm. That's that you would have had to have seen a hell of a lot of great artists come through on that too. Over yeah, the years. it was good. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with everything, Doug, it's great to see you still out there playing. Of like people around the world watching this may not know one of our greatest drummers ever, and still are. Any other instruments, or just drums? Mandolin. Yeah, oh, I, had a, I, I bought a mando. Because I was introduced to the music of Iris Dement by mm -hmm. Anne Kirkpatrick, okay. Slim's daughter. Yeah. Um, uh, and there was a song that Iris did called Let the Mystery Be, and oh. I absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah, me too. And because it's a Mando song. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so I bought a Mando so I could play that song. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? That's the only reason. What actually or who actually got you into playing drums and why the drums? Like, did you want to be a drummer? No, not at all. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to be at, at school. I was about 16, maybe, 17, something. Um, I had some friends who played in the pipe band in Dubbo, mm. the Dubbo and District pipe band, and they, they said, oh, you should come in, you know, we need a, we need a drummer. 
And they didn't mean the side drum, the rat-a-tat-tat drum. They meant the tenor drum, which was played with mallets, and they spin them around like that and hit a drum. They oh, did. Wow. That's called a tenor drum. But, and when I got to the uh, first night, I went along, they said, oh, no, we don't, don't want any tenor drummers anymore. We want the blokes <laughs> to play the side drum. And I went, okay, I'll play that one then. Start doing that. So that's what I did. Learned to play the, in the pipe band, yeah, yeah, which great, which great. I had a great drum teacher, luckily. All the rudiments and all that. Yeah, yeah. all that. And uh, got my you know, rudiments together. And reading, I suppose. Had to read just snare drum music, though, uh, which is still music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, crotchets and quavers and all yeah. that. And then my dad, um, my mum and dad were divorced, so dad lived in Sydney. And he heard about me joining the pipe band. And he was born in Glasgow, so he was pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he thought I wanted to be a drummer. So all of a sudden, a drum kit arrives. Do you remember what brand? In a truck. No, it didn't have a brand. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Big orange kit. Oh, yeah. I fell off the back of a truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I, I didn't want to be a drummer. Oh, wow. So I couldn't say, Dad, oh, this is a stupid idea. Oh. So I set him up and started playing him. Well, everything happens for a reason. Did it come naturally? Yeah. So it did? Well, it did because I, already, I could already play the stand. But did that come naturally? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it did, yeah. Hand in a glove, meant yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. Was the mandolin natural? Well, I had some pretty good teachers. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I was playing with Troy when I bought them, bought it. Yeah. So Huey Curtis was in the band. Oh, gee, okay. Uh, yeah. Stewie French, Michelle oh, Rose. Yeah. You know, right. They were all in the band. Yeah. You might have got so. a bit of a help there. I did. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. no, that's great. Yeah. Jed Hughes. I was playing with Jed. As in those days, well. he knows a bit about the mando. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. 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 So I made, yeah, good teachers. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> now, getting back to the drumming, then. So drumming sounds like it's been. Your job, it's been your love, it's been your passion, and, and you've definitely excelled at it. Uh, but so going on, so we've got, we were talking the other day, which I'm privy to a lot of conversations around sessions and that with you. It just keeps blowing me away. So in Australia here, we've got uh, Happy Little Vegemites, and mm. we've got Louis the Fly ads, mm. and we've got um, Home and Away. Mm. It's an m- amazing thing. And mm. Meadow Lee. Me- Meadow Lee. Yeah. and. Put- Put down a hyper, uh, pipe and hot potato. Yeah, yeah all right. of these ads now. You, I heard you play drums and all them. Yep. <laughs> it's incredible. Come on, Aussie, come on. Feel like a twoies. Oh, thousands. Wow. And now some of our most iconic songs, like, because um, we're very blessed to have uh, JW here too, John Williamson as yep. well. And yep. So his uh, famous song, True Blue. Yeah, played on that. I thought I heard you just talking about that the other day. So you played on that too? Yeah, well, the first album we did was Mally Boy. Yeah. Down in Sydney at Trafalgar Studios. Yeah. Um, I guess that's when I really first met John. Yeah. I was just a studio guy. Yeah. So myself and the bass player, who's Dave Ellis. Yeah. Um, we, were, we did a lot of work in those days. We did all, yeah, a lot of jingles and records. Yeah. And yeah. we got hired to play on John's album. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the album that... Raining yeah. on the Rock? Raining on the Rock, yeah. Now yeah. that's another Cured one. Them, Cured them Underwater. Oh, what yeah. a, all that stuff. Beautiful yeah. song. They don't all have drums on them, every track. I've got to own up to that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Slim Dusty, spent years working with Slim, all the albums. Yeah. Uh, so another one, G'day, G'day. You yep. You played on that? I did, yeah. Really? Yeah. We've done us proud? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the list just goes on, Doug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well... 
What about Peter Allen? I wish I'd played on his records, but yeah. I toured with him for about oh, 15 years, I guess. Really? Yeah. yeah that would have high energy shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, he, he had, um, most of the time when Pete would come to Australia, he'd bring at least four of his American guys, because he had an American band, and then myself and perhaps a saxophone player or you know, second keyboard would um, would play with him in Australia. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So most of these iconic songs, that you must look back on it now. At the time, it would have been just like, it's a job, it's a call-out, it's a session. It would have, you obviously put your best into it, but it was your job, so you probably didn't think too much past it. But you must look back on it now and hear these ads still getting played today, um, you know, all these artist songs, like all these iconic songs are getting played, and you're like, wow, I was actually there on the ground floor. Yeah. Doing them. Yeah. It yeah, must be yeah, sort yeah. of... Yeah. You know, humbling, but also like, wow, I didn't sort of, you know, it must have just all, how did this happen sort of thing? Well, I, you know, I don't think anyone would have ever expected True Blue to become what it's become. No. No, no one would, yeah, I mean, yeah. when we recorded it, I mean, it was okay, it was a track amongst 11 or 12 Other great others. tracks. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But with John, it was always very obvious that his poetry uh, was Stands what, out about what, what, yeah. what stood out, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which his poetry turned into a song. Yeah, he's yeah. he's such an amazing yeah. Yeah. Oh, person. He's just yeah, a, yeah. yeah, great to have him here. And we've got another great artist here too. And you've had a lot to do with Brian Cad. Yep, another fantastic songwriter. Yeah, Australian. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I met Brian um, <clears throat> back in the day when he had the bootleg label. Mm. Uh, one of his artists was a girl called Kerry Bedell. She was a mm. jazz singer from Sydney. Mm. So I did some concerts for Brian's label, like at the Sydney Opera House, um, Concert Hall in Melbourne, and to do with the bootleg family. Mm. Yeah, so I did, did a lot of those things with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great, great to be playing with him here again. Wow. Oh, how good is it? He the new album? He hasn't stopped writing good songs. No, no, it's still in him. So... You know, at the end of the day, Doug, we're not going to ask you age. Like, um, yes, you can. <laughs> well, thirty-four. <laughs> I love it. But um, I, I can tell you, you're not the oldest person we've had here, so it doesn't matter. You know, it's Chad older than me. <laughs> well, he doesn't look it, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I will say, uh, we are blessed to have you here in the studio working. You're a hell of a bloke, and you're a good mate, but. You've still got everything there, mate. You're a great drummer, and I can see why all that, why you've done all that work and that. And uh, I'm proud to say you, you're not throwing the towel in. You're still doing sessions and that. And you're still helping artists out with some great playing and that. And yeah, well, it's it's uh, you know, especially the country music thing that we all love. You yeah. Know, like, and this is what yeah you know, why we're here. But uh, it's it's one of the few genres of music left where there's a big live audience out there just waiting for us to come out in the bush and you know yeah even cities some of the cities yeah you know like they still want to hear it played live and they still want to hear the records with people playing on them you know? absolutely so here we are absolutely yeah now just a couple of quick ones before we go where are you from dougie i'm from dubbo new south wales australia yeah how long yeah. were you there before you got out um i left there when i was 19. And what yeah, music 60, took you out? 1963. No, the Steelworks in Wollongong. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was playing playing bit of, yeah, drums in a little, little um, good little band in Dubbo. Mm. And um, time up, um, 
a few of my mates went to Wollongong and, and, and worked in the steelworks. Oh, so wow. I thought, I'll pop down there and, you know, just sweep the floors or something, you know, for a while and then mm. figure out a job. So I did that for a year and then just got sort of um, mates sort of knew that I was down there and heard about a job going in Sydney on the drum kit. Mm. So I, I ended up with that job at a pub mm. and then just kept going. Stopped sweeping floors in the steelworks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so... Your mum and dad spent all their time in Dubbo, or they moved too? Yep. Or yeah. so, so they stayed in Dubbo, stayed you moved by yourself? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Never went back? Just kept travelling? Not to live, no. No, it no. hasn't hasn't taken you back no, there. No, but I'm still from Dubbo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, can. I just happened to live somewhere else. Hey, no. Well, I think you always are yeah. like, I live on the Gold Coast, yeah. but I'm always yeah. a prossy boy. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a scrub tick. Where's that? Oh, it's um, it's up near up near. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you can't take the the country out of the boy. Never no, can. No. No, it's been fun, and it's these stories are so good. So we're just going to put the heat on you. So you've already said a couple of people you love working on the midday show. In your time, who would be one of the most naturally gifted singers you've ever seen or worked with, or don't have to work with, but you've seen and you're like. If I could sing, that's that's it right there. That's a very hard one. As an entertainer and an amazing uh, like head for figuring out arrangements, Ricky May. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he wrote a song called Australia Bound. Yeah. Which not many people ever heard, but it was like it's just a fantastic song about about the Polynesians. Yeah. Coming to Australia. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But he's he's he would have been he's passed on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he uh, he was the guy that he he started out as a drummer. Uh, I didn't know that. A good one. Yeah. And had just everything that he did sort of made it easy being his drummer. Yeah. 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 So everything would yeah. have been gated. Well, you've, properly met, you've and... met his musical director, Jamie Rigg. Oh, what a who's what a been, talent! Been at the studio and a lovely bloke too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. There's, there's lots and lots of people that I work with that I just ad- admire. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, thanks, Doug. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hmm. Cut. Nice guitar, that is. Working with you fellas, like we've got Gussie and Michelle and, and people will see their podcast too, the, the chats and that. Mm. For me, mate, I, I, I'm living my best life working with you fellas in the studio and you, you guys have got it and I'm really thankful you've brought me into that little world and it's just nothing like being in the studio recording great music together with great people. Thank you for everything you've done over the years, Dougie, on the drums and everything. But as a person, you know, like I said, I meant it. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like you. So... <laughs> You haven't got an ex-wife, have you? Uh, maybe, maybe I should ring. Uh, I've got to try and find somebody. <laughs> I've got to try and find somebody. <laughs> no, it's a real credit to you to be in an industry like this, mate. We can, we might have to do another one later because there's still so much we we could talk about. You've done so much, but thank you for everything you've done. You've made some amazing music, and you've made your imprint in the music world on some of the biggest tracks ever. And uh, you deserve it. You're a hell Thanks, of a mate. player, mate. Thank you, Dougie Gallagher. Thanks, mate. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. For more episodes, you can check out my YouTube channel or the podcast app and follow my social media at Lindsay Waddington Music. See you all down the track somewhere.